In this episode, we will discuss purpose, what it means to find and live your purpose, why this can be a very frustrating topic to talk about, and I will share a three-step process on how you can find your purpose using the help of our dear friend Jay Shetty and his book Think Like a Monk. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Welcome back to Muse, the number one self-development podcast in Luxembourg, where we help you find and become your version of a muse. Finding your purpose. It is a topic that has become mainstream in the self-development world, especially with the likes of Jay Shetty amplifying the message throughout his large following. But it is also a topic that can induce a certain amount of pressure, a certain amount of responsibility towards your life and how you should live it. Because if you are anything like me, when I first heard the sentence, find your purpose, I reacted to it in a very self-protective way. And this is the reason why. First off, who is anyone to tell me how I should live my life? That is the first thing that came into my mind. Why don't you just take care of your life and I will take care of mine? My ego took over. I wasn't ready to hear anyone out. I wasn't ready to be open-minded. But most importantly, I wasn't ready to take responsibility of my happiness. And here's where I draw the line between taking responsibility of my happiness and taking responsibility of my life. In psychology, we have a concept called Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which suggests that people have a desire to fulfill certain basic needs first before they move on to other more advanced needs. And you can think of it as a pyramid where, or a video game where you first need to gather all your experience in one specific area. And once you have that, you can move on to the other. And the areas from the lower to the top in Maslow's hierarchy of needs are physical and psychological, safety, which are money and, sa- and shelter, love and belonging, self-esteem, and self-actualization. Basically, for me... Taking responsibility of your life is taking responsibility of your safety, taking responsibility of your physical needs, taking responsibility of your love life and your self-esteem. But happiness lies within self-actualization. What means self-actualization? Maslow believed that humans have a deep innate desire to self-actualize, to be self-actualized, which means to be all they can be. And the state of self-actualization is the state where you apply your curiosity, you are your most creative self, you have meaning, you, have, uh, you are experiencing beautifully aesthetic experiences. That's, for me, where happiness lies. All the other part is taking responsibility of your life, where you are, taking, where you are looking into happiness, pure happiness, That's where self-actualization lies. And this is also in line with what Jay Shetty says, living your purpose. Because living your purpose, in simple words, is living a life where, one, you get to do an activity that you are passionate about so you can express your most creative self. Two, you get to do an activity that you are highly skilled at. 
which means you've cultivated through passion or you are and you're having amazing experiences and three you get to share that passion and skill with a community where you get a service out so essentially you are not only satisfying your self-actualization needs by having meaning but you are also satisfying your safety needs and earning some income out of it but there was another thing that really annoyed me when I first heard find your purpose and that is purpose it sounds so heavy it sounds like you are about to either embark on a journey to carve in stone what you are about to do for the rest of your life or you should already have everything figured out before you even start the journey because this is what you are supposed to do and I don't necessarily agree with that because you can change over the course of years First off, we are always trying to figure out what we are about to do. And purpose is just, for me at least, a word that can be used that, that, as explained before, combines everything from your passions, your skills, and how you can, could make money out of it. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will do this for the rest of your life. It simply means that you are good at those things and this is one way of doing something that you are passionate about, and that you like doing. What I do love about purpose is that it gives you a certain amount of reassurance. It gives you a certain amount of reassurance towards which path you should take. It's sort of a guide to your ideal profession because if you spend a third of your lifetime at work and that one-third of your lifetime is supposed to qualify for satisfying your safety needs according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which is all about money and paying the bills and having shelter, you might as well be able to create an environment where you don't only satisfy your safety needs, but also create a journey towards self-actualization. And having and knowing what that finding your purpose is, which is the profession that you would like to explore more of, that you're passionate about and you're skilled and you know exactly who you're serving, might actually allow you to self-actualize, to be your most creative self, to be this person that cultivates much more curiosity in their lives and to have aesthetically beautifully experiences. That is the goal. The goal is, the purpose is the north star towards being self-actualized and, and being all you can be within one activity that doesn't only just provide money, but makes you happy. So, let's get back to Jay Shetty and how to find your purpose. Jay says that when he was living as a monk, what helped him find his purpose was exploring all his strengths and all his weaknesses. That led him to find what he called his dharma. And the dharma is a Sanskrit word that can be partially translated into your calling. And he further explains that living your calling is when your natural talents and your passions connect with what the universe needs. That becomes your purpose. You are living your dharma. And when you are living your dharma, you have a certain route to fulfillment. Okay, Kevin, how do I find my purpose? Because Jay, you know, that was a little bit. Words were, again, too heavy. Your calling, your dharma. This is supposed to be big. How can I find my purpose? How can I find the activity that I will do for the next three to five years? The first thing that we want to figure out is... What am I passionate about? Those might be skills. 
those might be activities, those might be certain subjects, certain themes, and try to figure out what is it that lights up the fire in you? What is it that you love talking about? What are the subjects that if you talk about them with your friends, your family members, anyone at work, you forget that time is, is passing by? What are the things that you love doing without anyone watching? Or what are the things that you love doing that you've, you, you, no one needs to force you to do them because this is just part of who you are? The things that you are passionate about put you usually in a flow state. And that flow state is a state where you are concentrated, you are immersed in that one task, and you completely forget about your everyday worries. What are the passions? What are your passions that put you in that state where you forget about yourself, you forget about your everyday worries? That is what you need to write down. And there are always activities like that. The problem that most of us have is that we have a lot of things that we want to do or a lot of things that we are passionate about and we don't have enough time to do them. And don't get caught up on finding one passion. Don't get caught up on finding that one thing that you really, really want to do. Just write down everything that you're passionate about. And if at the end of this episode, you still haven't figured out what is your purpose because you have so many passions and so many skills, I will share a little secret on how you could um, lean into one of your purposes. So that was number one. Step number one, figure out everything that you're passionate about. If you're passionate about football because you watch uh, Premier League football every single weekend, write that down. If you're passionate about uh, self-development because you read just self-development books, write that down. If you're passionate about listening because you love talking and listening to people and seeing their point of view, can write that down. Everything is possible. There is literally no room for things that are not allowed to be on that list. If you are passionate about them, they deserve to be there. Having said that, what is step two? Step two is to think about all the skills that you are good at. You have developed certain skills over the years and you have skills that you are naturally good at. You have developed some certain expertise that might be at university, that might be at work because you have so much work experience or like with like if you have kids, you might have developed some certain skills with how to communicate with kids. What is it that you are good at? What are you good at doing with your hands? What are you good at doing with your brain? What are you good at doing with uh, your computer? Just write down all the skills that you have. And you might also think about leaving a small little space on things that you would love to learn, that the skills that you would love to have developed if you had more time and energy over the last couple of years. I have found that you can develop a skill very fast if you are passionate about the subject, but you need to be passionate about the subject and the whole environment. And I have a story for that. At some point, I, I was listening to one kind of music all the time, and that kind of music is called kizomba. Kizomba is originally from Angola, and it also has a dance to it, just like salsa, bachata, uh, tango, you have a dance attached to the music. I got very curious about the dance so that I went to the lessons. I actually was forced to my first lesson. And I was really, really bad about, like, on the dance floor. I had no tact at all. I had two left feet, which was amazing because I got challenged. But I was so passionate about the music that I didn't want to give up. And as the months went by, I was 
constantly like dancing by myself, trying to learn everything about the dance and like male steps, lady steps, everything until I got good at it. And that the whole journey of getting good at it was because I was so passionate about, well, first of the music. And then I also got passionate about the dancing and allowing myself to be creative in this aspect of like the dance floor, which again, draws lines to self-actualization and being creative and expressing your creative self. Finally, the third and last step to figure out what is your purpose or this activity that you can do for the next three to five years is to merge your skills and your passions together and look into the question, how is it that I can create value into the world? What is it that I can do using my passion and my skill that other people would like to buy, that other people would like to be taught, that other people would like to have a service of? And the reason why you do that is because just like in business, if you have a product, but you don't have an audience, you don't have a business. If you have an audience, but you don't have a product, you don't have a business. In order to have a business, which also creates and generates monetary value, you need both a product, which is your skill, but also your passion, and an audience, someone you can serve your skill and your passion with. So think about what is it that the world needs more of, what is it that is missing in the world, and how you could contribute using your passion and skill and merge them together, create your unique value proposition. There is also one question that you can ask to yourself, and it might eventually even replied to the three um, to the, the the three steps in one go, and that question is, what is it that my friends or my environment asks me for help in where I can contribute? And sometimes when you help people out, that might be things that you are passionate about, that you are skilled at, and if they ask you for help, that is essentially already an activity that you could create a service for. So what is it that your friends of environment ask you help in? What is it that they, they ask you advice in? And that might be an activity that you would like to lean into towards. Using this three-step process, you should be on the right track to find your calling. The one thing that you will do for the rest of your life. I'm just kidding. The one activity that you might be drawn to do for the next three to five years. Before I end this podcast, there are two things that I want to mention in terms of purpose. The general stigma on social media is that in order to live your purpose, you need to be an entrepreneur or in order to live your purpose, you need to be independent and go on this road all by yourself. This is not true. You can also find jobs that allow you to do an activity that you are passionate about, that you're good at, and you are serving the right people. And the right people are the people that you would like to serve and are in line with the company's mission statement. And they have the same message, the same mission as you have. You don't need to be an entrepreneur to follow your purpose. You can work for someone else and still fulfill your purpose. I promised you a last tip in case you have multiple purposes, you have multiple passions and skills. And what is it that you should lean towards? Well, this is a tip that saved me on my journey over the last couple of months, I would even say. And that is... When you have so many passions and skills, ask yourself, what is it that you are most curious about? 
and lean towards that, let's call it purpose, that activity. That curiosity will improve over the time. You will satisfy your own health. You will satisfy your own desire to know more about and you will improve your skill. You improve your passion. And um, curiosity is always a good thing to apply in, in these kind of situations. Yeah, I hope you liked this episode. Let me know in the comments. I'll talk to you soon.